Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle have won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to go through some of the news stories from the last 24, 48 hours from Clarkie's Rugby League. Colin, putting up all the news each and every day. Go and check him out on all of your social media platforms. Uh, we're going to touch on Selwyn Cobbo, Nico Hines, Caelan Ponga, Remus Smith, uh, Adam Dewey, and then Tamari Martin as well. Let's kick off with Selwyn Cobbo. And the story here, the Broncos are reportedly considering moving Selwyn Cobbo to 5'8 next season to accommodate Reese Walsh at fullback. Uh, personally, I cannot see a world where this happens realistically. I'm not sure where on earth um, this report has come from or who it's leaked from. There isn't a chance that Selwyn Cobbo uh, will play 5-8 last year. N- next year, you will remember that last year, uh, they ran with a similar narrative for Katoni Staggs, moving him into the 5-8 jersey. Uh, since then, they found Ezra Mann they got Tyson Gamble in the system. If they do keep Tamare Martin, uh, I think he would be the next man up at 5'8". But at the moment, I think Ezra Mam's got that jersey. I don't see any point in moving Selwyn Cobbo uh, into the 5'8 jersey. If you're moving them to fullback, I could understand that. But personally, I don't think he's ready for the fullback jersey, and I don't think he'll be ready next year for it either. I'd be giving him a few more years out on the wing. He's doing tremendous things out there. He's become a real strike weapon for the Brisbane Broncos. There's really nothing about Selwyn's game that says to me, he should be playing 5'8 at the moment. There's little bits and pieces that say he should be playing fullback, uh, but the 5'8 jersey just doesn't quite make sense to me, especially when you've got a guy like Ezra Mam who is playing so incredibly well and has so much upside um, that we still need to get out of him. I just, it, this one just makes no sense to me. And I would be shocked, honestly shocked, if the Broncos are even considering this move, seeing how well Ezra Mam is going. It just makes no sense to me. They did do a similar thing with Tony Staggs last year. Uh, that never, ever played out, and I don't think that will ever play out with, with Katoni either. 
And I think it'll be the same with Selwyn. Uh, I actually think that if you were going to make this move, you'd move Selwyn Cobo to fullback and you'd move Reese Walsh to six. That makes a billion times more sense. So for me, Selwyn Cobo, though, I think he will stay on the wing next season. I think Reese Walsh will play fullback for the Brisbane Broncos. If they keep Tamari Martin, he could go into the 5'8 jersey. But personally, I'd be sticking with Ezra Mam. I don't see a world where Selwyn gets moved to 5'8 or even gets considered being moved to 5'8, to be honest with you. Speaking of Tamari Martin, another story here. The Warriors are reportedly exploring the possibility of signing Tamari Martin from the Broncos as part of the Reese Walsh deal. If they were able to get Tamari Martin, I think this would be sensational. Once again, I don't know if he'd be their fullback. Uh, I think he would end up at 5'8", uh, but I think it would be a really good get for them. I think Charles will clock start. He would be their fullback at the New Zealand Warriors next year. And I think Tamari Martin, he could slip into the halves, pending what's happening with uh, Sean Johnson, Ronald Volkman. You've obviously got Chanel Harris-Tavita leaving. So Tamari, he could even be a 14 or he could be a 6 and Bulkman uh, could be a 14. That might make a little bit more sense. But Tamari Martin, he is a high quality, a high class player that I think uh, he would be very handy to have in just about any system in the NRL, especially this New Zealand Warriors one. So if they do lose Reese Walsh and they manage to grab Chan's and Tamari Martin, personally, I think there's a fair argument that the Warriors have come out on top there. So despite how disappointing it all is with Reese Walsh, plenty of silver linings. Reese Walsh has probably got the highest ceiling out of all those guys, but Tamari Martin and Charles Clockstead, they're the sort of guys that the Warriors need, in my opinion. They have got high-end ability, but they've just got a lot of ticker as well, and they've shown perseverance throughout their career. What Tamari Martin's managed to come back from has been unbelievable. And Charles, I mean, all the disappointments he had in the early part of his career to still go on to have the career he's had. I think they'd both be really good fits at the New Zealand Warriors. All right, Nico Hines. Now, there was rumors that dropped at about 11 o'clock yesterday that myself and Timmy Williams heard about Nico Hines having this COVID uh, problem. It hasn't been completely confirmed, but he has been ruled out. So that means that he will not be playing in tonight's game between the Cronulla Sharks and the Melbourne Storm. Big implications for Supercoach. Obviously, it was him or Pappy, the two VC options. Uh, I would have gone Pappy myself, but Hines has a history of doing sweet FA and scoring 80s or 90s this year. So for me personally, I'm stoked that Nico Hines is out of this game uh, from where I am as far as my ranking goes. It would have been very disappointing to pick the wrong guy and the other guy go for 150 or so. Now that there is just one option with Ryan Pappenhausen, I'm pretty happy with how this has turned out. If we can all just have the same captain, I'd be pretty stoked with that realistically. So hopefully Pappy goes big. The other option is Jerome Hughes. He could be a good little pick for me. I think I'm the only one in the top 100 Supercoach teams that has Jerome Hughes. So it could be a great pot option, but I am a little bit worried about uh, Ryan Pappenhausen in general. So I think I will just chuck my VC on him. If you don't have Pappy, you probably have to find a way to afford him now because you can't VC Nico Hines as he's not playing. Uh, so it will force the hand of a couple of people uh, and it will force their hand in a pretty poor way because I think if you couldn't afford Pappy during the week, you're going to have to pull your team apart. It is worth noting Nico Hines not playing this week, I believe the next two weeks he's got a pretty tough draw. I think it's Panthers into the Cowboys. Uh, so there's an argument there to maybe sell Nico Hines. Personally, I'm not going to. I'm going to hold on to him. I think he's an out-and-out keeper. I think he just scores too easily despite the conditions or whatever the hell is going on. But Nico Hines, out of tonight's game, we'll wait until we see the results uh, from his PCR test. Kalen Ponga, he's obviously been knocked around a lot over the last few weeks. I've mentioned on this podcast and a number of times uh, that I am a little bit worried about 
about KP in general, how how many head knocks he's having, how every single week he's just getting knocked about. Um, and, you know, credit to KP. He probably is a little bit too tough for his own good. He always gets up. He always goes straight back into the line. He always has his big kick returns and whatnot. Uh, always puts himself in a spot to get whacked because it's for the better of his team. Uh, but Kalen Ponga, this one is from Clarkie's Rugby League column as well via the NRL media. The Maroons doctor has confirmed KP has passed all his concussion protocols and has been cleared to play in the decider. So a huge one there for the Queensland Maroons. It's pretty impressive that KP's managed to play every single game of the Origin Series and every single game so far has been at a pretty damn high click as well. I was sort of thinking at half time of game two that he was probably man of the series. I thought he was absolutely killing it. A um, couple of defensive things in the back end of game two that probably made him look a bit silly. Uh, but I really, you know, I, I don't know how much more KP could have done, to be honest with you. And I'm sort of happy to see KP not pull his, put his body on the line every split second because I don't think he can handle it. I don't think his body can handle it at the moment. Uh, hopefully this can all get sorted out and we can finally start to see the, the full exposure of KP and see what he's capable of doing because he has just got so much ability. It's not even funny. But great to see KP from a Queensland's perspective, from a rugby league perspective. Great to see him playing in game three as a New South Welshman. Uh, worries me a little bit because, as I said, he has been playing so well throughout this series. Uh, our next one is on Remus Smith. Now, of course, he was injured earlier in the year. Uh, he's been playing right centre for the Melbourne Storm since last year. Has turned into probably one of their more undervalued players, I think. I think he does a job every week, Remus Smith, defensively. Very solid. Probably hasn't reached the absolute highs that we thought he would, but the consistency that he's shown at the Melbourne Storm has been incredible. So I've been very, very impressed with him. I think he's been a great signing, and I think Craig Bellamy's done very well with him. Uh, the Storm centre has been ruled out for the rest of the season after re during his peck during rehab. So very disappointing for Remus Smith, as I said. I don't think he's hit the absolute heights that we sort of hoped Remus Smith would, but consistency-wise, I think he's turned into one of the more consistent centers in rugby league. And I think when I look at this Melbourne Storm team every week, I look at their back five, and they really are lacking a little bit. I look at their back five as it stands right now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And I'm not quite sure if they can win a comp with that back five. It worries me going up against, for example, Penrith's back five. Remus Smith being out is a huge loss. They will get Xavier Coates back. Uh, so he will come in on the left. Where they, they might put him over at the right just to even it all up. Because at the moment, you've got Justin Olam. You've got Nick Meany, who's, who's going to probably be on the left wing. Then you have Xavier Coates uh, on the right wing. And then at the moment, uh, you're sort of trying to work out who that center is going to be. Whether it's Marion Seve, I don't know if he's the sort of guy uh, that Craig Bellamy's willing to trust in the back end of the season, but they really don't have too many other options. Jack Howard's probably a little bit too young. We haven't seen Will Warbrick yet. Grant Anderson's looked good, uh, but like based on his game last weekend, you probably wouldn't be confident moving him into the centres. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Melbourne Storm do over the next few months. For me, I start to wonder if maybe that spot should go to like a, an Eisenhuth, just a guy that would shore them up in, in defence. I'm not sure what Bellamy's going to do, but Remus Smith is one he would have been anticipating to get back 
and he would have been very excited to slip him back into the back five for the Melbourne Storm. So devastating for them. Devastating for Remus Smith as well. Obviously, we wish him all the very best, and hopefully we see him back to his best next season. All right, always a bit going on at the West Tigers. This one's on Adam Dewey, and this is only reportedly, uh, so we don't know if this is actually true or not, but an interesting one. The Tigers utility has reportedly told Brett Kamali he does not want to play centre this round and would rather play in the halves in New South Wales Cup. I can confirm that from what I've been told from people at the West Tigers that Dewey definitely wants to play 5'8". That is not a huge shock, though, realistically. He has always sort of seen himself as a 5'8". He's coming off contract soon, so he'd obviously want 5'8 money, not centre money. So it makes complete sense for Adam Dewey, and I personally think he's a better 5'8 than he is centre. So, I mean, if these rumours are true, surely it can't shock anyone in the slightest. Um, But I think that if Adam Dewey, if he's getting picked at centre in first grade, I still think he should go out there and just be the best centre that he possibly can. Whether this is true or not that he said said this to Brett Kamali, we don't know. We're assuming it is true. Um, A little bit worrying for the West Tigers in general that one of their players is decided is would rather play reserve grade in a slightly better position for themselves than to do the best thing for their team. Once again, we don't know if this is true. If it is, it's a little bit alarming. If it's not, which it quite possibly could be, you hear all this stuff out of the West Tigers all the time and whether what's true, what's not true, Luke Brooks getting dumped. You know, there's a heap of stuff that's always said that quite often doesn't come true. So to me, Adam Dewey doesn't really come across as the sort of character um, that would say this. He, he might have told Brett Kamoy that he wants to play 5'8", as I'm sure he does, and so he should. But I sort of find it hard to believe that Adam Dewey would go and say to Kamoy, I'd rather play reserve grade in the position I prefer than help the first grade team to do better. So I'm a little bit skeptical on this one, to be honest with you. Personally, I probably doubt that this is what has happened with Adam Dewey. I would say that this is more and more of the same stuff we see of stuff coming down the grapevine at the West Tigers um, and sort of being twisted and turned a little bit and media probably taking an opportunity to try and put the boot into the West Tigers. I personally don't think Adam Dewey would run with this sort of a narrative, saying that to Brett Kamali. But uh, sometimes when there's smoke, there's fire. I just find this one hard to believe with Dewey. He doesn't really come across as this sort of guy to me. And it sort of builds the media's narrative of just kicking the shit out of the West Tigers as per. Um, so, yeah, that's your news, guys. Make sure you check out Clarkie's Rugby League column. Go and check him out. All the news on all the platforms every single day are well worth having in your daily feed. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.